Hi, and welcome to a new episode of the Social Skills and Conversation Strategies training series. My name's Richard Gray, and I'm happy to have you along. Whether you're watching me on the live stream or you're listening to me on the podcast, I really like the idea that I'm, I'm joining you on your commute to work, whether you're on the train or you're driving in the car. If you are, by the way, make sure you're driving safe wherever you are. So what are we talking about today? Well, in the last live stream, we talked about introductions and, and really facilitating the beginning of the conversation. So I thought in today's episode, we'd flip the coin and talk about how to close conversation. And I think this is relevant for a lot of people. I think we've all been stuck in a conversation where the other person is talking and talking and we need to get away with We've run our course, we need to move on. We're bored, whatever it is. Maybe you're just short of time or you have an agenda and you need to get away, but this person is talking. Or maybe you both just don't know how to end the, the conversation. And so you you uh, you drag the conversation down into, a, into the basic levels of small talk, commenting on the environment and then interspersing it with awkward silences but you're too polite both of you to say okay let's end this let's move on let's do this let's do that etc you don't know how to move away and close that conversation and it's it's awkward and I think we've all been there at some point maybe we are the one that's talking too much and the other person is the one trying to get away but whatever it is this is about how to close a conversation well as a socially skilled person. If the other person doesn't know how to close the conversation, you are now the person, the socially skilled person who does know and can take the lead in doing so. And with that in mind, I've got four ways for you to do so. Now, I'm not a big fan of all four ways, but I'm not holding back because I don't like a particular way of doing something. I'm sharing you with you strategies that I've come across over the years in all the books and all the situations I've been in over the years where I've I've experienced a learning point and I've I've been able to bring it into my own little universe of of how, my personal brand and how I relate to people. So four ways then to close down the conversation. Number one, which I'm going to call the baton, which. <laughs> For this one to work, you have to be in, a, in an environment where there's other people and you have to know some people. And also you need to be in, I guess, within the close vicinity of somebody else that you know in order to pass a person on through an introduction. So that's what really made me think about this, this whole topic in the first place, because we covered the whole topic of introductions in the previous live stream, introducing two other people to each other. So if that's something of interest to you, you you want to know more about how to do that, go to lifeconfident.com forward slash live stream and you can access our previous live streams and you can watch that one as well. So the baton then. So you're talking to somebody and you want to exit the conversation for whatever reason. So... You've got this other person that you know. And so you think, well, I can make introductions. 
So you're passing your current conversation partner on to this other person, assuming they're not talking to somebody else and you're not interrupting a conversation. So you pass the pass them on like a baton and you introduce them to each other. And that frees you up to then move away and do whatever you need to do. So that's number one. Number two is the preview. So again, if you're with somebody and they're a talker, right? And you don't know how to get out of the conversation and they're not taking the hints maybe. So you're too polite to just say, I need to leave now. So you show them the end of the conversation. You show them a, the preview of the end of the conversation. You're setting them up and you're preparing them for the end of the conversation. And you do so by, once you get a chance to talk, you say, look, I need to, I'm here to meet this person or I'm hungry. I want to, I'm going to go to the buffet in a minute and get some food. But before I do that, tell me, what was the conclusion to that story? I'm dying to know. Or maybe they told you about a hobby that they're into, maybe an exotic hobby. So you say to them, but before I go, I'm dying to know, how did you get into that hobby in the first place? So you're showing them that you need to leave, but you're at the same time, you're telling them that you're, you're also happy and with your conversation with them that you want a little bit more. You're reluctant to leave and you want a little bit more of a slice of them. But after that, then you really do need to go. That's the preview. Number three is the excuse. This is the one that I, I have a little bit of a problem with, but I'm sharing with it. I'm sharing it with you because I've come across it in more than a few social skills books. And I'm Quite honestly, I'm a little bit shocked when I do come across it because it's it feels fake and it feels shallow. And it's it doesn't do you any good as a person to make an excuse. Such as, well, I need to go to the I've got to go now because I need to go to the loo, or I need to leave, or I need to make a phone call, or I need to take a phone call, or whatever your excuse is, now you've got to follow through. Because you told that person that you're going to leave. And then they see you again later on in the evening. And now they know that you outright lied to them. And they might, they might even come up and, and challenge you on it. And now you're really on the low ground and you've, you've lost a little bit of self-respect, a little bit of self-esteem. And that is the opposite of what we're doing in these live streams. We're, we're all about building up your social skills layer by layer developing conversation strategies and social skills and by our osmosis, integrating them into your personal universe of who you are. You might not, you might not verbatim remember something that we talked about, but a little bit of it stuck with you and, and you're able to use it again when you're in that environment. And that's what this is about. It's about building up, not pulling yourself down by making excuses. But I see it in books. I see it there. Oh, you want to end the conversation? Make an excuse to leave. Tell the other person you need to go to the loo, etc. It's an option. Let's call it a last resort option.
That's the last resort strategy then. If all else has failed and you really, you don't have the confidence to do it any other way and you're too polite, you feel like you're too polite to just say, I need to leave, use the excuse. It's there as a last option. Okay, so that brings us on to number four, which we can call it the upfront strategy or the networker strategy. And I'll explain that. Because if you're at a networking event, the whole point of conversations is to have short and snappy conversations. And then you move on to somebody and, and you're there. The whole objective is to meet new people and get around as many people as you can. And their objective is the same as yours. So they appreciate it if you can close the conversation down, if they don't know how to do it. If, they, if, they, if they're not comfortable in closing a conversation, they'll appreciate you for having done so. And that might even be true in a, in a social setting as well, where you're stuck with somebody who's talking too much. But maybe they are nervous and they're, and they're talking too much because they're not nervous. And if you're confident enough to say that you need to leave now, then they might be appreciative of you for having done that and taken the initiative. Now, of course, we don't need to be so abrupt and direct as that. We can do it well and do it in a way that is confident and, and gives you... It comes from a place of self-belief, because if you're anxious, you, you don't believe in yourself, you've got that inner voice that is, is judgmental and like a lot of shy people do, that, that voice that thinks, are we being judged by the other person? How badly are they judging us? And we're weighing each word that we say for how it's going to be judged by the other person. And when you've got that little voice in your head and that prevents you from using number four, the, the upfront strategy to exit a conversation, because you're thinking, well, if I tell the other person that I'm going to leave now, they're going to judge me badly. They're going to think I'm rude. They're going to think that I'm, I'm just wanting to escape their company. And that prevents you from actually using the strategy. But So how do you do it well? So you say to the person, well, it's been fascinating talking to you. I've really enjoyed your company or something in, in, in however you phrase it, that's the message that you're getting across. You're saying something like, well, I've enjoyed your company. I've enjoyed, thanks for your time. I've enjoyed your company. It's been interesting. It's been fascinating. I'm going to move on now. I'm going to leave now. Um, maybe you came to the event with an objective so you can now, if you want, tell them. If you want to really just give them a little bit of extra reason why you're leaving, then you can do. Maybe you came to the event with the objective of meeting five new people. And that's a genuine objective you've got. You could say to them, it's been fascinating. It's been, I've enjoyed your company. Thanks for your time. I came here with the objective of introducing myself to five new people. I'm going to move on and do that now. Um, but it's been really fun talking to you. Shall we catch up later? Now you, you, you're padding a little bit here. You could be more direct if you like. But if you get too direct, too abrupt, then really you, you are, to some extent, creating that 
impression that you're just trying to escape their company. But if you just say, it's been, it's been fun, I've enjoyed your company, let's catch, let's catch up later. That's it, that's all you need to do. You don't need to add any extra padding, but you can do if you want, if you've got some genuine reason for moving on, or you, there's somebody there that you need to talk to, but it looks like they might be leaving soon. So you could say, I've enjoyed your company, I need to catch up with that person before they leave. If it's genuine, then it's not an excuse. And you can use that. So it's kind of a, a hybrid between three and four here. It's kind of an excuse, but it's also genuine and it's upfront. But if you want to just be upfront, then just say, I've enjoyed your company. I need to move on now. Or, or some other way of saying it in your own words. So that's number four. So that's four ways of closing down a conversation. So number one, two, three, and four, we started off with, I can't even remember now. I've got two trapped up in my own mind. So let's go, let's go backwards. Let's do it backwards. I don't mind admitting if, if my own mind has gone blank, it's, it's a part of who I am. It's, I spent many years as a shy person with social anxiety and my mind would go blank all the time, almost exclusively in any social situation, any setting. I could never admit that to the other person. But now I'm confident in my own self. And I know that even with all the work I've done with myself over the years, it's something that's still at the back of my mind. It's it's 5%, maybe 10% of who I am. It's, it's, it's a little gremlin at the back of the, of the box, so to speak. So, you know. It came up just there and I, I didn't mind admitting it. So let's go backwards from four to number one. So number four was the upfront. Just be direct in saying that you want to end the conversation. Just saying, great speaking to you. Shall we catch up later? Or I, I need to move on now, however you frame it for yourself. Number three, the excuse. I need to go to the loo. I need to take a call. I need to leave now. It's up to you if you want to use that. Number two, the baton. So you pass. Actually, that was number one, wasn't it? That's the one that escaped me. Number one, the baton. So you're passing the person on to somebody else if it's appropriate to do so. So you couldn't do that if you're just out on your doorstep talking to your neighbour. There's nobody else around. But if the environment is right, then maybe it's an option for you. And then number two, of course, was the preview. I got there, all four. So the baton, the preview, the excuse, the upfront, that's all four. Of course, preview was showing the person and preparing them for the end of the conversation. Okay, we got there. So I'm going to now bring this live stream to a close by saying it's been great talking to you and I hope to catch up with you again on a new live stream maybe next week so thanks for listening and i'll just repeat if you do want to catch up on previous live streams go to lifeconfident.com forward slash live stream i've got new stuff some new powerful strategies coming up in the near future that i want to introduce you to and that's going to be some exciting stuff especially if you're 
or somebody that can relate to me and I've shown you a part of me and my past, especially about how the mind can go blank. And when you want to access a piece of information, if I can get the word out correctly, but your mind has gone blank and you can't access the information. And this is sometimes caused by anxiety. But if you find this happening to you, then I've got a whole new training. It's coming out very soon. It's called it's called Sensory Talk. And it's it's probably the first and the most unique way in the world of dealing with this actual problem of the blank mind and not knowing what to say. That I don't believe there's of all the years I've been reading books on personal development and social skills, I've never come across any way of actually really dealing with this very common problem. And I'm going to, maybe in the next live stream, I'll explain why this happens. There's three specific ways that you be, you can become lost in a conversation and have nothing to say. And when I'm ready to introduce you to sensory talk, I will introduce it through a live stream, excuse me, <laughs> called Sensory Talk and the three ways that your mind goes blank. So that's something coming up in the future. If, some, if that's something that's relevant to you, you want to be looking out for that. And if you sign up for the previous live streams, you'll get notifications as well of what's coming out in the future. So with that little bit of self-promotion out of the way, I don't do that every time. But I know that something really good is coming down the tracks for you. And I want you to be here for it. And I want you to have full absorption, full immersion in this social skills series, as well as whatever else you're doing to bring new and fresh social skills into your life. So that's it for today. And thanks for listening. Thanks for your patience. And I look forward to joining you again on the next one. Bye for now.